0: Right, I've got my drink, my iced oat milk latte for the day. I just took my beef liver pill with some juice. Yuck. I don't know what supplements I'm supposed to be taking, but I feel like I need more iron. I need more energy, more iron, and somebody told me iron's bad and I need to get all of my nutrients from animal organs. So that's what I'm doing. Welcome to Totally Normal, the show where you are not alone in your love life struggles. No, 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 no. You are not alone. This is not just a you thing where you can get a little inspiration for your week, a little company as you do your skincare for the 5 millionth time. Maybe you're putting on a mask this morning or you're doing your makeup or I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing in the morning time or whenever you're listening to this, but I know that life is mundane and it gets old and sometimes we need some company. So here I am. My name's Lindsay Crisler. I am your host. Let's do the Totally Normal Show. So Here's what we're going to do today. I'm going to tell you about my little tip for relationship life. And I'm also going to answer a really good listener question. If you have a listener question, email the totally normal show at gmail.com and we will get you set up with some answers to your deepest questions. No shame in the game. Answer, ask me whatever the freak you want. Okay. I'm feeling the beef liver pill is starting beef organs are coming through my veins. Maybe it's the coffee. Maybe it's, Oh, just in case anyone listened to the first episode, I have unsubscribed from my oat milk oat milk subscription. It was, um, not working for me as you heard on the last episode. However, I have, I do still have a milk subscription and I, I just couldn't cancel it all, but I am working on my issues and I have made progress. So here's my tip. Here's something that's been working for me. So as you know, from a previous episode, I work with resentment and especially around domestic chores. It's still in there. I just still get just like so there it must be something in an, ancestral and old like my grandmothers must have been, I don't know, just cooking way more than they wanted to or something. But I, I just get into this like tight bind around all of it. Anyway, words of affirmation is one of my love languages. If you don't know your love languages, you're probably all of them like me. I mean, who doesn't love a gift? However, words of affirmation is one of the easiest ones that you can bring into your relationship because it's free. It requires no effort except for the effort of you having to either find the words Sometimes that's effortful or like get beyond your own like like little mousy mind about how annoying anyone is or how resentful you are. And you have to find the genuine words of appreciation. But most of the time it's just free. And I don't, I grew up in a family where we're like very affirming and where we use a lot of words of affirmation. So for me, it feels really free and really, really easy. I have also now brought in two words into my relationship. I forget how this came up. I think it came up in some fight like a long time ago, many years ago, where I felt underappreciated. And I basically told him, we did this thing early on in our relationship where we would give each other the lines telling him, This is what I would love to hear you say. Because, like, oh, I remember he would say things and it would be unsatisfying to me. He would say things and I'd be like, Yeah, no. And I would just like continue with my rage or continue with my. Um, exhaustion or continue with my rant. And so what ended up working better was to actually get present and be like, this is what I would really love for you to say. And then he would repeat it to me. And in the beginning, it felt kind of fake, but actually he kind of got the words in his vocabulary. It's like learning a language, learning my love language in the way that I want to be appreciated is pretty over the top affirmation. So he learned all these ways of totally appreciating me that really landed for me. And I know that if he said the same things to somebody else, it wouldn't land. Some people really want to hear like, I hear you. I really hear what you're saying. And they want you to repeat back what you are saying so that they really feel heard, right? Or I see you or I'm witnessing you. Or some people really want feedback. They really want like the grit and the grime of like the challenge. Wow, I'm noticing you're really feeling, you're seeming really shut down and I want you to come forward. Oh my God, I do not want that. (laughs) But some people really want that. For me, I want affirming, over-the-top, amazing special languaging. My dad was really good at this as a little kid. I'm used to it. I'm used to feeling really, really special. And I, when I'm feeling insecure or when I'm feeling like I want to be seen or I want to be known, I like that kind of affirmation. So anyway, I have kind of given him lines, given him lines. And then he has given me lines too because what he wants is more space to have his full feelings instead of being cut off or, or like problem solving or like trying to convince him he shouldn't feel sad or shouldn't feel upset or shouldn't feel negative about this thing, right? He wants space to really like be in the grit of, a, of it all. He doesn't want to be cut off. Right, So I'm learning that. I'm learning that. But he's learning how to like over the top appreciate me. And I know he feels appreciation, but it's like the words. I want the words. I want the words coming at me with the eye contact. One, I forget what it was, but I brought in this um, sentence of, I want you to say that I'm a domestic goddess. Okay. That is so over the top and when he says it, it makes me so happy. First of all, it makes me laugh because it's so over the top. Second of all, it makes me happy. It makes me feel loved. He's using my these key words of domestic goddess. And so now I've gotten flowers like dear domestic goddess, like I love you. I will say like DG, I'm a DG today because I went and like returned all of our stuff to the post office. Or I cooked like an amazing meal and did all the dishes and fed the dogs and walked the dogs and what else do I do? Like made time to like listen to him talk about the latest like fantasy novel he's reading or something like that i don't get credit for that actually it's just like being a good partner is listening to what your person enjoys so now i will either when i'm wanting that appreciation i'll be like i'm a domestic goddess today and he'll be like you're such a domestic goddess right accuse him to say things about that accuse him that i'm really needing that it's free. It's easy. It's not like I need you to sit here and witness me for 20 minutes. It's five seconds, right? So it feels easy. It feels like something that is so doable and easy for him. And and now it kind of is a free flowing term. So if you are needing more domestic goddess appreciation, I I highly encourage giving your person some lines, telling them, Hey, you know, what would make me feel so happy? I want to know what would make your life better I want to know. Or if you're dating somebody, right, to appreciate them and give them specifics, like really give it to them. Don't don't withhold, right? I think it makes people feel really really good. Now, if you're always doing it, it's really annoying. But but don't withhold. If you're a withholder, you got to give a little, give a little. If you're an over-complimenter, like me, then you got to like take some deep breaths. Right? We're balancing it out. We're always balancing it out. Anyway, that's my tip. All right, party people, let's answer a listener question. That's what we're here for every Friday. Dear Totally Normal, my husband and I just got married. Woo! Go, girl. But sometimes when we fight, I still can't help getting upset about the past when he didn't have great boundaries with very close female friends and didn't prioritize me. When will I ever get over it? Signed, I have a great memory. (laughs) Okay, well, dear, I have a great memory. You have a great memory. Woo! you make him pay. You make him pay over and over and over again. There's still a bill, huh? I have some ideas. I have some ideas. So the first thing is, you may never get over it. Ooh, ooh. Nobody wants to hear that advice. You may never get over it. It may always this this issue may tempt you for the rest of your life. Some little glimmer of it, right? Some little insecurity around it, some little rage about it. It may tempt you for the rest of your freaking life, but it will not run the show. For a few reasons. One, it's gonna get old eventually. I hear you that it has not gotten old yet, but it will get old. And I promise you, you will have a different thing that you're upset about. But there's ways to kind of move past these things. So the first idea I have is did you ever get a full on deep dive repair? In Therapy Land, they call it a repair when you get eye contact, deep listening to all the ways that it hurt your feelings, and all the ways you're mad about it, you get deep reflection. I hear that it was really upsetting for you. I get that it was really upsetting for you. And then you get an apology. I am so, so sorry. Have you gotten that repair? Because if you haven't gotten that repair, that may be needed. Now, the reason why you haven't gotten that repair is, number one, you're either such a biatch when you talk about it that it puts him on the defensive and makes him feel like shit and he's not going to apologize to somebody that's beating him up, emotionally abusing him, or nobody's going to extend their heart or open their heart for an apology if the other person's being a bitch. So that's the first reason you haven't gotten a repair potentially. The second reason is because they don't think they did anything wrong. They are defensive of their actions. They their actions were really important to them, right? So that might be another reason. So it may be a thing that you have to go back into. Highly recommend a couples therapist for this moment if if you're feeling like you haven't gotten deep repair because because it's sticky and it's messy and it's full of his own stuff too, then I would suggest a professional conversation about it. And I would suggest you go back in and you ask for that repair and ask for all his feelings, everything stopping him from repairing. There's probably a lot more like understanding that needs to happen on both sides. Okay. I mean, sometimes you don't get the full repair because you're like, oh, it's fine. And then every time you bring it up, you're like, you fucking asshole, you know, and then, and then it doesn't get solved because you're always in a fight about it. Yeah. So you may not have gotten a full repair because you just brushed over it, and didn't want to go into the vulnerability of how much it hurt your feelings and you didn't want to do the work of really revealing yourself and, and finding that repair. But it may have been on him where he's defensive and like the repair was not available. So big repair is needed in these things where like old hurts keep coming up and up and up and up. But the other thing I want to say is he married you. He chose you. He prioritized you. He decided to prioritize you for the rest of your life. And that is a huge, huge gift. That is so massive. And so if you can remember that and remember how grateful you are that somebody chose to be by your side for the rest of your life and prioritize you for the rest of your life and deal with your shit for the rest of their life, That is something to be so deeply grateful for. And that might help when the old familiar feelings of resentment and um, anger and insecurity pop up. So that's another thing. He chose you. He chose you. He's like, a. he's definitely capable of prioritizing you. And in the beginning stages with dating, like, that's not available all the time. Like, people are figuring it out and people make crazy messes. Yes, it's good to go back and repair those, but just see if, like, some of the sting, some of the burn can be just lifted when you remember what amazing huge action he just took. Because you said you just got married. The other thing I want to say is... There are grooves in our brain that are so – that there's a feeling that we are going for. So like there's um, baseline states, right? So one of my baseline states is that I am anxious. I'm anxious about being overwhelmed and burdened. I'm also anxious about being left. So I have some like a little bit of disorganized like I'm anxious about both, being left and being engulfed. Anxiety is one of my go-tos, right? It's a go-to feeling. My brain is drawn to it. it. It lets me know that I'm Lindsay. It lets me know that I'm alive. It lets me know that I this is this is who I am and we're still doing what we know how to do. One of your brain grooves may be to feel betrayed, to and to feel mad about that and resentful about that. So what I would look at is And it's probably historical, right? It probably goes way, 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 way before you got married or even met this man, right? There's a feeling that you go to in your brain that lets you know that you are you. And we want to breathe into those feelings as much as possible and give those feelings some space and give those feelings a reality check that that is not what's happening anymore. So a lot of times when my anxiety still pops up, I'm like, I actually have nothing to be anxious about deep breaths, drink some water, and replacing that feeling with something else. Feeling chosen, right? Instead of feeling betrayed and pissed about it. So that's a feeling that you go to. You want to replace that groove in your brain with something else. What do you actually want to feel? You want to feel secure. You want to feel respected. You want to feel cared for, loved, chosen, so you take some deep breaths into those feelings that come up and pop up, and then you look for evidence of the other thing that you want. I know this sounds complicated, and it kind of is, and it's a piece of work to do, but it's so worth it because, and, it, and it's just such a good thing to, like you said, when will I ever get over it? You will get over it when you replace the feeling of being betrayed with the feeling of being chosen and you'll have to work on that and it's not on him to always make you feel that way he can help you he can help remind you but he can't do all of it otherwise you'll never you'll never get there cuz you know he's got his own stuff when you're dating, even when you're married, you cannot be prioritized 24/7. You can be prioritized overall, but I think it's this false idea that you're going to be prioritized all the time. Like they have to prioritize themselves and their happiness, and there's definitely going to be times where them prioritizing themselves and what they want feels like not prioritizing you and what you want, because what you want is a different thing. And so how you communicate in that is going to be key for a long lasting marriage, in my opinion. I mean, I've been married for two weeks, but I've been in a long term relationship for seven years. And and that I really think like a lot of times it's going to be compatible, but sometimes it's not going to be compatible. And how you communicate through that difference, like he wants to go hang out with this female friend and you don't want him to, that's the moment to actually lean in and communicate about what is important to you. What's What are the feelings there? That's actually an opportunity for you to see each other. And it doesn't mean he's always going to do what you want him to do. Wouldn't that be so nice and also potentially boring? Or would it be boring? I don't know. It would probably be really nice. If they just did exactly what you wanted all the time, (sighs) the fantasy of having a, the fantasy of having a husband that does everything you want him to do, but you still respect them and you still feel super attracted to them and they make you feel like a queen. They never make you feel bad. Is that what Travis and Courtney have? God damn those motherfuckers. Yeah. So that's how I think you're going to get over it. That's how I think you're going to get over it. You're going to realize what you, what repair you might still need. You're going to realize how great it is that somebody married you and you're going to realize that, uh, he's not always going to do what you want him to do, but you can still communicate about what's upsetting about it. And you can start replacing that feeling of betrayal with the feeling of being chosen, right? What's opposite of betrayal, Ooh, betrayal is fun. Hmm, I just felt it. I get why you. I get why it's a core feeling, like um something that you're gonna keep going back to. Betrayal. Rawr. That's what movies are made out of. It's so tempting. It's so satisfying. I mean, just notice, like, do you ever get that much of a feeling in your daily life? No. So your brain is probably like, ooh, you know what I want to feel today? Betrayed. Rawr and like you get really into it because especially when he does something wrong right or he does something that like slightly upsets you and then you're like hmm this is slightly upsetting that he didn't say bye to me before he left I know what I'm gonna feel betrayed about that woman that he hung out with four years ago Ah! then you get to feel your aliveness well the downside is if that feeling goes too far, you're gonna start getting into a big fight with him and make him pay all over again. And men do not wanna be with a woman that makes them pay over and over and over again and keeps handing them the bill for a a, a meal that they paid for a long ass time ago. So just know nobody wants to be with that. Women, men, nobody. Nobody wants to be with somebody that's making them pay. It's such a bad feeling. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. We gotta find other ways to feel alive. Try like orgasm screaming into a pillow. What else? What else would make you feel as alive as betrayal? There's not much else. I get why you do it. All right. There's your answer. Hope that's helpful. Write in, write in your questions. If you have one every Friday morning, I will be answering one from you. Um, join us on the Substack If you want to be a part of the conversation, if you want to be a subscriber, get the um, podcast as soon as they're released and be in the discussions there's also going to be some bonus content in there soon so you can be one of the early fans that i will be forever loyal to first hundred are going to be just like my the apples of my eye and the queens of my heart and and kings there might be some kings in there too i would love to have you as a subscriber uh and that's it totally normal i think you're doing a great job i think you're doing a really really great job even if you don't really feel it today you're still showing up. You're still doing it. All right. I'm Lindsay Chrysler. I'll see you next week. Mwah.